It's showtime with Ricky Lee. Thank you for tuning in for this backstage look at the entertainment industry. I'm your host, Ricky Lee Travolta. Parker Players is not only a fabulous community theater company located in Barrington, Illinois, it is also a troupe of survivors. Jennifer McHugh took over as artistic director of the organization right before COVID shut down theater throughout the country. Yet, the troupe survived and grew under McHugh, continuing to triumph in the face of adversity with highly heralded productions like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Love Sick, Lend Me a Tenor, and Twelve Angry Men. Now, the company has found a new, permanent performance space and is engaged in the Stage the Build campaign to make it the fully state-of-the-art theater and fine arts building that will revolutionize entertainment in the Barrington area and the surrounding Northwest suburbs. My guest today on It's Showtime with Ricky Lee is Jennifer McHugh, Artistic Director of Parker Players. We'll be talking not only about the history of the theater company, we'll also focus on the future, including how you can help with the Stage the Build campaign. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Uh, you are the artistic director of the Parker Players. I so, am. I am Jennifer McHugh. Yep, artistic director. Now, tell me about the Parker Players. I've heard of you. I know people who have worked with you. Yep, right. Uh, my, my good friend Stephen Pickering uh, was in uh, a One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yep. Um, we, we, he, was uh, our, he was our great... He was great in Cuckoo's Nest, yes. And uh, and he's so, also been in Spider's Web, and uh, what else? He's like one of our our mainstays. Yep. He's he's a mainstay at every theater because a he is so good, and yep. b he is the nicest guy in theater. And he is, yeah. it just, it, it, everyone wants him. And Mark and, Brewer has also worked with us a ton, and uh, Bill Chamberlain. We have a lot of great men that have come out and worked with us. Yep. And so let's talk about the Parker Players. Where where did the organization come from? And then we're going to talk about where it's going to. Okay. Um, tell um, me the history. Where 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 did you come from? So we started in uh, 2016, and it was a group of Barrington people, dreamers who. Um, decided that Barrington needed its own community theater. So they took the first steps and launched Parker. It was Parker Playhouse then. And it was uh, called Parker because it was named after um, a local Barrington man named Mark Parker, who was part of the foursome that took those first steps. And unfortunately he passed away right when they were starting to uh, incorporate as the nonprofit. So they named the theater after him. So Mark Parker, it's Parker Playhouse. They had a uh, their own facility on Northwest Highway until 2019. And then it was sold to the state of Illinois for uh, to make an underpass for, supposedly they're gonna make an underpass to uh, allow the trains to go through. We will see, it's been in process for, I mean, probably 15 years, but um, their facility on Northwest Highway was the first one to 
be sold um, to the state of Illinois. So when that happened, they decided they did not want the theater company to die, even though it had lost its house. So they uh, asked me to come on and I was kind of an outsider. I did a lot of theater, a lot of dance, a lot of performance with other companies. Um, Palatine, um, I'd worked at Steppenwolf in my early years. I was a competitive ballroom dancer. I, I mean, I did everything. Um, so I flitted in and out of different theater companies and I had worked with Parker Playhouse a little bit. Um, they brought me into, I was Rose in one of their productions of Bye Bye Birdie. And then I directed for them also. I directed uh, Love Loss and What I Wore. And um, so this group of people just said, you know what? We hand this to you. And I said, okay, well, what does that mean? And I had to jump in quickly and learn what it meant to actually run a theater company. So my first thought was, well, we no longer have a house. So we can't be playhouse. We are a traveling theater troupe. We're a company. Um, so our main focus was then just putting on the best productions that we could in various venues in Barrington. So I just, we scrambled. So we looked for, does this restaurant have an event center that we can rent? Does this, this restaurant has an upstairs loft bar um, band setting. Okay, let's use that. Uh, there was a, there's a Christian youth center across the street from Barrington High School. It's called Campus Life that was built recently, and it's an, a phenomenal performance space. So as long as we stayed within the confines of Barrington, we could find some place to put great theater on. So that was the first thing. So we changed our name. We were no longer Parker Playhouse. We were Parker Players Theater Company. And then, you know, I decided, well, we can't do musicals. First of all, what can you do when you're traveling? Like, I just kept thinking of the circus traveling performers, right? Keep it simple, uh, low tech, simple sets, focus on the actors, focus on great scripts. Um, so we did that. And that was our first production. It was at Onion Pub in, oh, well, let me just start over because COVID, <laughs> COVID came in right when I started. <laughs> so, okay. So I started in 2019. We quickly did a simple production of Gift of the Magi. Uh, it, was, it was a Christmas, you know, holiday, sweet little special. Um, we were preparing to do another production and then COVID shut everything down. So actually the silver lining of that was that was the time period when you know, myself and our, our small team was able to really think through what we wanted to be. So it was at that point that we redid our website, changed our name officially, um, reincorporated sort of our nonprofit status. So we we're able to do all of the foundational work during that time. Then it was 2021 and our team said, okay, let's just see if people are willing to gather publicly and buy tickets. So we did a few cabaret series, um, and again, all within the Barrington confines. We called it Dine and Delight. We did two performances at a restaurant called Moretti's. We did a performance at McGonagall's. I, because of my background with all of these different theater companies and dancing here and singing here, I was able to just kind of you know pull people in. 
um, which was great in the beginning when you don't have a reputation yet to bring people to audition who don't know you. Um, they sold out. They sold out. So then that was my, okay, summer of 2021, people are ready. They, they are eager to get back into a group and see something live. So then we rented space. This is fall of 21 at the Onion Pub Event Center. Um, their, their event venue was part of their big restaurant and brewery. Um, we staged Agatha Christie's Spider's Web. And that's when Stephen came in to audition. And so then the people, you know, I knew and loved started to like, okay, let's see what's going on here. Um, brought in a director who I knew his wife. I knew his daughter because I had worked with them in other theater venues. He, um, and this is a great little story. He, his daughter came to me because we were in a production together and she said, my dad is interested in getting back into directing. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. I'm sure he's great. You know, your mom is great. You are great. Just have him send me his resume. And I get this email and it's so long. He had owned the New Jersey Public Theater. He was the artistic director in his 20s. He had produced, I mean, you know, 30 40 plays. Then he went into comedy writing. He worked for, he wrote the, the titles, I think, for one of those gossip rags, like, you know, the National Enquirer. He was somehow was asked to be on the David Letterman show. So there are eight episodes of him on the David Letterman show, fielding questions about his comedy writing. And they're on YouTube. So I pulled him up, watched them. And then found out he was the executive producer of the Jerry Springer show. So he created Jerry Springer. And I was like, okay, so we have you to blame for reality TV as it is today. Great. But can you direct? So he had, had retired and he just sort of stepped into our whole world. So he's, that's Richard Dominic. So he directed Spider's Web, 12 Angry Men. One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest and Ripcord for us. So he is, he's been instrumental in, in for our success because he is, he's old school, hardcore, deep character work. You know, he's very interesting. Um, so that's all, you know, one site. So it was Spider's Web. And then, then COVID kind of surged back up again in winter of 21. And we took a break. And then our team said, you know what, um, let's just try it again. So that was spring of 22 and we just jumped back in again. So I resurrected Love Loss, which is what I had directed for them years before, because I knew I could put that together quickly. And again, that's easily staged. So we're able to rent um, a place. And then we did 12 Angry Men. And it was really with 12 Angry Men that we cemented the kind of work that we want to do, which is really wonderful scripts to provide and create as professional an atmosphere as possible um, from beginning to end, you know? So we had, let's see, we had wonderful, wonderful men come um, audition for that. Oh, and Richard's audition style too is he just wants to talk to you which for actors is really, they, they can't wrap their mind, you know, or brain around that. It's, it's like an interview, really. It is an interview, but it's just, 
he's very skilled, I think, because of his, with his experience and just he knows the characters intimately. He knows what he wants. And if you have a resume that shows your work and that you are capable of acting, um, that's how he casts. So, so far, he's done a really great job. So we that's did 12 Angry Really kind of reflective. You said he has a television background. You yeah. Know? And that's that the the television casting process is so different than the you know the theater casting process. And what I see what in your storytelling here, I've seen him bringing that into the theater world and making it work for you guys in a really cool way. Sorry, yes. I had to interject. Back to you. <laughs> it's okay. Well, once I get started, and I can just yeah, keep me on track because there's so much, and I know we have limited time. Um, so those 12 Angry Men. Okay. So then it was just, boom. I was super excited. Things were working. Um, we were starting to build a reputation, uh, you know, just who we are step-by-step step, was becoming really clear. Each step that we took, there was um, just a lot of good response from the community. Um, you know, our subscriber list started to grow. We've got now over a thousand people who are on our contact list. Um, so we did four productions, right? Love Lost, 12 Angry Men, Sweet Surrender, which was one that I had actually performed in for a different theater company. And some of our Parker Players team had seen it and so desperately wanted us to produce it and present in Barrington. So we just picked up that cast and that director who was Julie Price and did it. Um, oh, and the Garlands uh, has, that's a, that's an, um, a retirement center in Bar Barrington that has a performing arts uh, venue also. So we're able to rent that. So we've done a few shows there. Um, and then Ripcord. So uh, we rebranded, brought in a brand, um, I don't know what to call her, specialist who is Barrington based, um, a woman who just works independently. And she created our amazing logo and she helped revamp sort of just um, since we knew at that point who we were and what we wanted to present, um, it's all about smaller, smaller theater environments, um, the black box sort of idea. We do some of our shows on the round. We like having the audience right there um, in the actors' faces. Um, we like that connected, immersive type of experience for plays. And that's, we're finding that's our wheelhouse. So the logo that she created for us, um, it's, it's an eye with uh in a black box that's like a triangle i mean a yeah square but you know i don't know catty corner with a red curtain over it that's shadowing half the eye and then a heart that's underneath the eye so that shows the black box the curtain for the theater the eye which is the connection between the audience and the artist and then the hearts is the emotion that you feel and that connectivity. So, you know, once we knew who we were, then she was able to put it into a visual sort of logo. You're listening to It's Showtime with Ricky Lee, your backstage pass to all things entertainment, including theater, film, television, music, and literature. I'm your host, Ricky Lee Travolta. Today, our guest is Jennifer McHugh, the Artistic Director of Parker Players, a triumphant community theater group located in the Chicago Northwest suburb of Barrington. 
The company is currently engaged in a stage the build campaign to vitalize the company's new performance space that will also be open for use by other fine arts organizations. For more information or to contribute, go to parkerplayerstheater.org. You'll also want to make plans to see Parker Players' production of Art by Yasmina Riza and directed by Dominic Green, running February 23rd through March 10th. Okay, so all of this is happening. We're still looking for a permanent home because as exciting as it is to adapt a play, adapt everything to the venue that we're in, it gets it gets tiring. We were creating sets and everything literally in my basement, in the garage, in some stables in Barrington Hills. You know, and sometimes we would rehearse in my basement. Sometimes we would rent uh, places where we could rehearse. But it's fun until it's not fun. So the whole time we were, you know, seeking a permanent home. It's expensive. And a lot of work had to go into some of the older buildings that we were looking at. So out of the blue, we get this phone call from a man who's based in California. His name is Rush Hill. He owns this massive complex on Northwest Highway, and he's renamed it the Barrington. So that's why our next production is at the Barrington. So his he's part of this company. It's a family-owned company. It's called Borns. And they are California-based, and they've owned this huge complex since the 1960s, and it was originally used for military production. It was very sort of secret. So they created optics for um, the, the first invention was, uh, it was a camera spyware that was put underneath low-altitude flying planes. Oh, wow. And that those were instrumental in proving that the Soviet Union <clears throat> had placed, uh, they were preparing to place the nuclear weapons in Cuba. So it was instrumental in proving, you know, the evidence for the Cuban Missile Crisis. That took place in Barrington, Illinois. So okay, for, okay. they now, were there. Yeah. So I, I want to make sure that, that <laughs> everything so far. I know we're all over the place. They, they brought you in to be artistic director, and then the theater space disappeared. Yes. You, sir, you put on a show, then COVID hit. Yes. Now you had all this time to try and figure out, because your background was as an actress and as a dancer. And, and a so, director, but yeah, not the, director, yeah. But not, not on the executive side, not on, not on the, the, business side you know what though i have to also jump in here that's why there's just so much i do have my master's in business from the university oh. of chicago okay okay that, there is that part i do have both brain sides of my yes. brain working yes. that's the key yes, yes. and yes. The, the the people who have that rare talent to have both brains are amazing i can see you i mean just talking to you <laughs> i i get it but you know there are so many people who end up in an artistic director position or an executive director position because of their great, wonderful artistic talents, um, creative talents, and and then don't succeed to the level people really expect because they don't have that that other 
side of the 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 brain going on but yeah. you obviously do and it's and it's worked so well for you guys and and so you you've traveled around you've done where you can you have you can and you're saying we need a home we need a home we need a home you click your heels three times and you get a phone call yes and all of a sudden it's, you're talking to the the owners of the barrington yeah which used to be an op uh, a a secret yeah, Operation. it's called Recon Optical. Yes. Okay. And, and then that was GE Capital after they shut down. So I'd always known this huge complex was there. Um, I, the main point I'm trying to make is that it just seemed so surreal. You know, our board president at the time got this phone call. And I remember he told me and I just said, yeah, right, right. Rush Hill from California wants to give us space in his in his what? So, but this man flew in with his team and met with us and it's been a year and a half process and he's an amazing philanthropically minded person. And I think that he, he has a vision for what he wants to do with this huge complex. He wants to leasing a lot of the space to corporations, but at the heart of it, he wants it to be uh, a theater. He wants to give back arts wise to the Barrington area. So we've leased 10,000 square feet within this space. We are in the midst of a massive capital campaign. It's called Stage the Build. And we are working with Heitman architect team. Uh, we have theater consultants lined up, Schiller Shook, Threshold, who also did work with um, Writers Theater and other you know gorgeous theaters in Chicago. Oh, so. Yeah. I don't want to take any any of your audience away from Parker Players, but if you go to a show in addition to something at Parker Players, Writers Theater is such a beautiful space. Um, it's just, gorgeous. Oh, it's just and divine. Yeah. So if we can't, that was a $33 million build. Ours, we are breaking it into two phases. We can build all of the public areas and the stage area for 2.5 million at four that's our top then we will have as beautiful back of house areas as front of house so currently we have two uh two families came forward as soon as we started the fundraising and they created they, they gave us a million dollars and it was it's a matching challenge so uh, 200,000 was given immediately to sort of help us, you know, continue the capital campaign. And if we can raise an additional million, we will have 2 million right away. Uh, we have currently 400,000 raised against that 1 million. Uh, we are hoping to raise the additional 600, um, you know, quickly. So that is why we did a quick pivot. We were not in the space we had leased because we were hoping to raise the money first and then build the theater and then go in. But having us travel around continually in Barrington performing was costing a lot of extra money. It was also not tying our theater company to the to the actual space. So we are now shifting gears. We are moving into the space as it is now. And it's actually a pretty cool looking space. It was an exhibition center for GE Healthcare. So I called it Disneyland when I first walked in because it reminded me of Epcot. <laughs> so 
the last two months, our team has been in there just ripping out the um, like exhibition grade walls and whatnot. So we've created a space that we can perform it. Because th- what do theater companies do? We make it work. We can do magic with cardboard. We can do magic with anything. So give us something that's actually pretty cool and we can make it fabulous. So our goal is people come in. We have a whole room dedicated to the Stage the Build campaign showing this is what it will be once we reach the the campaign goal. Then they'll go into another space. We're getting our liquor license. We've got bartenders. We're going to have bars. It's you know that we've created a lobby. Then we'll have we'll pipe and drape. Curtains will open, and then it'll be the performance of art. Art is great because it's only three actors. It's a ninety-minute show. Um, it's it's witty. It's intelligent. Um, but again, it's simple. And the dates. Excuse me, the, the dates, dates for that are we open February 23rd and we have 11 performances, a um, couple matinees in there too. We close March 10th. And in general, information on Parker Players, on the Stage the Bill campaign, on art, the upcoming show that's running February 23rd through February 23rd through March 10th. Any information on that? Is that available online anywhere? Oh, yes. So parkerplayerstheater.org. Okay. Yep. And theater with an E-R. Everything is there. Yeah. So um, one other thing that I want to reiterate, once this theater is built, the Parker Players Theater Company will be the resident theater company in that space, but the theater will be a performing arts center available to anyone who wants to rent it. So I've already spoken will to. Through, will that be done through you? Will you be managing the space as well, or the Parker Players managing the space as well? Yes. Um, so okay. our board of directors. Yes. So the Parker Players Theater Company nonprofit umbrella will manage both. The artistic director, which is you know my role, will run the theater company. I will report to the board of directors. The board of directors will also run the management of the Performing Arts Center as well. Okay. And so now let's talk quickly about art. We have art is coming up. It, it's, it's, it's a show running in February, from February to March. And is this part of a fundraising, this is part of the fundraising event of the Stage the Build campaign? It's, um, the ticket sales will go to the company. Uh, what we hope to do is when people come in and see the space and can actually envision what it could be and will be, that then they will donate separately to the Stage the Build campaign. We still need um, all naming opportunities are still available. You know, we're because our the the two families. It was the Kim Kim Deshaswa and Todd and Libby Reiki are the two Barrington based um, families that gave. Uh, the initial donation, and they chose not to participate in any of the naming opportunities. They're hoping that someone else comes in. I mean, the theater, you know, could be named the Ricky Lee Travolta Theater. Parker Players Theater Company presents arts at the Ricky Lee Travolta Theater. Well, that's all you had to say. Now, (laughs) naming rights are called for. No problem. (laughs) 
but seriously, uh, naming rights are a huge, huge marketing opportunity. Um, and that that is a parent of your business background to know that and to now just be able to translate that to other businesses to, to recognize that the theater audience is a viable demographic to go after. And so therefore the, the naming rights on a theater, we have naming rights on the theater, on the stage, on the concessions area. I mean, how much- Got are we it, buying? we'll have two bars, uh, a green room, a rehearsal space, two dressing rooms, um, naming opportunities for all of that. I mean, the theater itself is obviously the most visible in, in constant marketing because, you know, say School of Rock in Barrington, they don't have a set venue where they go and perform outside of their classrooms. So if they did uh, a performance series, it would be, you know, School of Rock presents their adults band, blah, 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 at the Ricky Lee Travolta Theater. And it would have nothing to say about Parker Players. So that's what I, I keep wanting people to understand is, it's a benefit. It's a huge benefit. There is not a state-of-the-art black box theater like this in the Northwest suburbs. I mean, just think United Center. How many times do you hear United Center? It, it, naming rights are beautiful. So, okay, anybody who's interested in, in, in uh, contributing to the campaign, uh, there's information on the web. Is there like the quick... 30 second spiel you can give me to 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 send it home uh why people should should give and and how we're going to make this happen how are we going to make this happen um well just imagine a state-of-the-art performing arts center in the heart of barrington that can be accessible to anyone other theater companies performance groups dance groups business uh enterprises you know award ceremonies have access to a beautiful lobby, bars, state-of-the-art theater, you know, the tech uh, equipment would be available to rent. We'd have a tech director, you know, helping. I mean, it's just, it's a community performing arts center. Parker Players Theater Company will be the resident theater company, but it is available to anyone else if we raise the capital to build it. And so we have to do that. And so I'm I'm advising all listeners to go to parkerplayerstheater.org. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, I'm I'm a master. I got it right. Okay. Parkerplayerstheater.org. <laughs> uh look into the stage, the build campaign, attend a performance of art coming up, make a contribution. Uh Jennifer, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I hope to talk to you again in the future. And um, let's make this a success for Parker players. You've been listening to It's Showtime with Ricky Lee. Today, we've had the great pleasure of talking shop with Jennifer McHugh of Parker Players, a wonderful community theater group based out of Barrington, Illinois. Right now is a critical time for the organization as they seek to raise the funds for a dynamic state-of-the-art design for its new performance space at the Barrington. For information on the company and how you can help, go to parkerplayerstheater.org. I encourage you to give to Parker Players and to other performing arts nonprofits that bring joy to your life. Theater, music, dance, and the arts are too important not to offer our support. I hope you agree.
I look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode of It's Showtime with Ricky Lee. New shows are released every Wednesday. I also encourage you to frequent our sister publication on the web, lifeandtimes.biz, your guilty pleasure for entertainment news, views, and reviews. Remember to support Parker Players' Stage the Build campaign by going to parkerplayerstheater.org. This is Ricky Lee Travolta signing off. We'll see you in the spotlight.